Hey everyone, Mickey here. You are listening to a mini Wikipedia on a Monday and this is part two of my 100 fat loss tips otherwise known as 50 other fat loss tips. Now, I got a bunch of feedback on social media and via email with people saying that they really loved them. However, I do know that there will be people who will be going, actually, none of these are relevant for me. So what else can I do to help start to progress my fat loss journey? Huh, well, here's another 50 for you. So if you didn't catch last week, it is Obviously, it was released last Monday, so do go back and check in on that. However, as a reminder, the best approach I felt for these kind of sort of tips or practical suggestions is to choose 10 of these tips that you think you can adopt to change your own behavior, then prioritize two of them, just two. Start there writing down the two that you were going to try and do those for two weeks and note what changes or differences you feel when you do that. That's super important. And then if after two weeks, these are beginning to feel like a habit, why not take two more and see what impact implementing these two things is going to have on your overall behavior and food choices and and exercise habits. Now, of course, it goes without saying that if you still have yet to embed those first two habits, just work on those. Do not overload yourself. There is no deadline with these types of behavior changes because these are intended to be long-lasting small shifts. However, if you adopt them and gradually adopt more, over time, you're going to notice really big differences. So let's kick off with the final 50. Okay, so 51, work on the principle of progressive overload in the gym and start lifting heavier. I cannot tell you the number of people I speak to that are continuing to lift light weights, going through the motions week in, week out, yet not seeing appreciable changes in their body composition. You actually have to lift heavy. and Look, I'm no exercise physiologist or strength and conditioning coach or anything like that. So go to your socials, check out people like Eric Helms, BioLane, Lane Norton, Stronger by Science, Eric Trexler, Brad Schoenfield, and start familiarizing yourself with best practice on how to lift weights and get the most from it when you're in a gym situation. And then 52, follow an actual workout program for six weeks. Don't chop and change. Don't do F45 one week, then heavy lifting the week, the next week and expect to see results. Look, I love chaos theory because I get a little bit bored when I'm in the gym doing the same thing day in, day out. However, I know for best results, I need to find something and stick to it. 53, buy the single serve chocolate bars, 25 grams, rather than a family sized bar of chocolate. You can still eat chocolate, you just don't want to eat that entire bar. It really does make a difference what's in your environment. 54. Switch out two of your spin classes for dedicated weight sessions in the gym. 55. Swap your cereal in the morning to three hard-boiled eggs mashed with two tablespoons of lightly toasted pumpkin and sunflower seeds, drizzle of olive oil and season with salt and pepper. That gives you 20 grams of protein, then get yourself a protein shake on top of that. Just has to be water, protein powder. Maybe you use almond milk instead of water, ice, 
another 20 grams of protein. And actually, I've been doing 120 grams of cooked chicken in alongside my protein shake, and it has been so good at keeping me satisfied across the entire morning. 56. Swap your pre-run toast and jam to a serve of protein powder in water or almond milk and a tablespoon of peanut butter. Don't shut off your fat oxidation before it gets an opportunity to upregulate. You can absolutely do some fasted training if it's not balls-to-the-wall training that you've got planned or it's not a key session, but ultimately it doesn't really make a difference whether you're fasted or fed. However, if you are eating, having something that doesn't spike your glucose immediately will allow a better opportunity for fat oxidation. Importantly, it'll help control cravings later in the day, as protein and fat early on tends to do. Speaking of peanut butter, number 57, eliminate that for a month. If your habit is going into that jar of peanut butter and taking a tablespoon of it, every time you feel hungry or bored or emotional or stressed, that's not helping your body composition goals, is it? 58. When ordering breakfast at a cafe, get something egg-based and ask for the toast to be removed. Don't just rely on the fact that you're only going to have a bite or just one piece. Just get rid of it entirely. You've had toast before. You can have toast at another time. Just get in the habit of not ordering it. Seldom do we leave things on our plate. 59. Eat the protein option on your plate alongside your vegetables before you eat the starchy carbohydrates. And do your post-meal blood glucose levels a real favour. Number 60. Put a hard stop on food and beverage intake after 7pm in the evening time. That's it. Just don't eat or drink anything with calories after that time. 61. Make it a rule to never eat standing up. By doing that, you're going to cut out all of the opportunities that you are currently making when you walk past the pantry or the kitchen or the refrigerator, anything like that. Never eat standing up. 62. Be the last person to finish eating a meal. 63. Do not eat while watching television or something on YouTube or anything else that distracts you from the fact that you're eating. 64. Remove all juices from your diet, including carrot and beetroot juice, which are surprisingly high in actual sugar, even if there's no sugar added. 65. Track your calories in a food app such as Chronometer or Easy Diet Diary for 14 days and really do it properly, noting when you eat, why you eat, and how much you eat. 66. Instead of having two slices of toast with peanut butter for breakfast, Cut back to one slice and have it alongside a protein smoothie that has protein powder, almond milk, ice, a few berries, and a couple of teaspoons of psyllium husk to really thicken that up. And why not have a hard-boiled egg alongside? 67. Replace half of your carbohydrate at lunchtime with broccoli and green beans. Perfect for winter when you might not feel like a salad. 68. Swap your small can of tuna or salmon to a large can of tuna or salmon at lunchtime and really fill up on protein there. 69. Treat your legumes like red kidney beans, chickpeas and black beans like the carbohydrate they are and not as a source of protein. They do contain protein but it really is like a 2 to 1 or a 3 to 1 ratio of carbs to protein so your best bet is to treat them like carbohydrate and find protein from another source. 70. Have an omelette at lunch that has 2 eggs, half a cup of egg whites, 50 grams of smoked salmon, spinach, mushrooms and tomato. 
Well, that's delicious. Or have that for breakfast instead. 71. Drink 750 mils of water between breakfast and lunch and another 750 mils of water between lunch and dinner. And make sure that when you are eating, it's because you're hungry and this is not because you're thirsty. 72. Change your eating schedule to brunch, snack and dinner on three days of the week. 73. Get to bed with enough time to get at least seven hours of sleep. 74. Commit to a change in diet for three weeks. Ideally, actually, you'd be a little bit more specific than that. But hey, everyone starts somewhere. 75. Enlist a friend to help motivate and inspire each other. There's nothing better than social support. And honestly, the literature out there just completely confirms that you are going to be way more successful when you get buy-in from the people around you as well. 76. Cut down the nights you drink to two per week. Did you hear that, Tom? Just two. 77. Plan your meals in advance so you aren't left uninspired and unmotivated later in the week. Because you know what happens then? It is a quick trip to the takeout. And even if you think you're buying healthy there, and you most probably are, you just don't know what else is in that food. And it's way easier to plan to enjoy meals out and then don't let habit and your default behavior to buy food because you're in so much less control than what you otherwise would be. 78. Prepare your protein sources for lunch. Carbs are convenient, protein isn't. So spend that two hours on a Sunday, hard-boiling eggs, roasting chicken drumsticks, making meatballs or burger patties or something like that, so you always have something on the go. Or air fry that chicken. Honestly, air fryer, what a game changer. 79. Enjoy your first three mouthfuls of dessert, then practice leaving the rest of it. There's diminishing returns in terms of flavour with that, so and you'll notice it too. 80. Box up the leftovers from dinner before you sit down so you aren't tempted to eat seconds. 81. Make it a rule to never eat what is on your child's plate. 82. Keep it simple. Don't try meals that are super complicated or wildly different from what you are already doing initially. That can just cause additional stress that you just don't need. Choose simple meals, put them on repeat, get into your routine, then try something new. 83. Cut sweeteners out of your diet so your palate stops expecting something sweet. Your taste buds take about 10 days to adjust, but they will adjust. 84. Go for a savoury breakfast, especially if your natural tendency is to choose something sweet, to help control your sweet cravings later in the day. That one is such a game changer. 85. If you really love eating dessert, have it once a week and eat less at dinner to leave room for it. That way, you're not going to feel overstuffed and like you've overdone it. And you can really enjoy it. 86. Have a protein-only day once a week, like in Monday's Matter, which is coming out late May, actually. So uh, keep an eye out for that one. Lean cooked chicken, lean ham, lean grilled steak, a protein shake made with almond milk and ice. Have around 180 cooked grams of any of these proteins at each meal. And you can include salt, spices, herbs low sugar sources, low calorie sources, but very little added fat or anything else, including vegetables. Just give it a go. 87. Don't buy food that you don't want to be eating. If it's not in the house, it makes it a lot harder to eat it, right? 88. Tell your friends and family of your intentions to change what you're doing with your diet. So you have their support with the changes that you make, and they're not going to throw like curveballs at you like, let's go out for pasta, if they know that you're trying not to eat pasta right now. 89. 
Choose protein bars that are less than 200 calories. 90. Choose to have just two extra serves of fat to your salad, be it three tablespoons of nuts and seeds, 30 grams of cheese, quarter of an avocado, tablespoon of olive oil or mayonnaise, three tablespoons of hummus, rather than the whole lot, as these calories can quickly add up. So you want to pick and choose. 91. Switch your milky coffees to a long black or Americano with milk on the side. 92. Make sure you're fully hydrated before having your first alcoholic drink for the night. You'll drink it a lot slower, and whenever you drink more alcohol, your habits and behaviours around food become far less inhibited. That means all your defences are down and you can eat things you otherwise wouldn't. 93. Swap your chocolate after dinner for a hot cocoa with a little stevia or monk fruit added. 94. Brush your teeth before going to morning tea shops so you aren't tempted to eat when you aren't hungry. 95. If following a plan and you're invited out, don't save all of your calories for the meal as you could end up overeating if you've drastically undereaten the entire day. Instead, eat well, but in terms of food choices, you want lean protein, good volume of vegetables, so you help regulate your appetite. 96. Widen your eating window from 6 hours to 10 hours. This can do wonders actually for how often you might be grazing. Because if you've just got a six hour window, I know a lot of people who will graze continuously because that is their lot for the day when it comes to food. 97. Make sure your kombucha isn't also full of additional sugar. Some of them can be. 98. Brush your teeth before preparing dinner so you don't also snack at the same time. 99. Cut down your meal size by a quarter. And 100. Don't get additional sides with your takeaways. I've got one extra actually. 101. If you think you're hungry, drink a glass of water and wait 20 minutes. Then, if you're still hungry, eat. I know none of this is rocket science because actually human behaviour, it's very complex, but it's pretty simple when you break it down. Importantly though, you've just got to start doing something different if you want different results. Again, that's pretty simple as well. Simple in theory, but it can be complex to execute if you haven't set up your environment or your support crew around you, or you really have no clue to start, or you try and overcomplicate it from the get-go. It can be as simple as changing things one, two, or three at a time, and then just seeing them roll out, which was the whole purpose of this last couple of editions of Mini Wikipedia. So if you enjoyed it, which I hope you do, let me know, tell me which ones you're working on, and I would love to get some feedback. In addition to that, as I said, Mondays matter. It is kicking off again late May, and I'll be teaching you some of the tools for sustainable fat loss even before we kick off, and that'll be mid-May. So you'll hear about that this week on social. However, in between times, you can catch me over on Facebook at Mickey Willardin Nutrition, over on Instagram and Twitter, at Mickey Willardin, or head to my website, mickeywillardin.com, to book a call with me or sign up to one of my meal plans, or join the waiting list for Monday's Matter. All right, team, you have a great week. See you later.